Welcome to the program, Benson and Those Guys. Our show is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program. You can visit our website, btgprogram.com. I'm here with those guys, Darren and Zach, talking sports, faith-based sports program, the country's number one faith-based sports program, as I've sort of just sort of self-declared that, I guess. No one's ever stopped us from saying it. Yeah, you could say whatever, mm-hmm. I suppose, right? It's America. Did you guys see that game the other night, the the Mets and the Phillies? I, it might have even been the Mets' home opener. Balls hit into right field. And, of course, the Mets didn't have the, an outfield at uh, City Park Field or City Field Park, whatever their stadium is, uh, which I, I've been to. I can't think of the name of it. but City Field? City Field, I think. City Field. Yeah. It, it's a nice park. It is. You know, actually, I, last year, was it last year or two years ago? doesn't matter. Uh doesn't change the story any. Uh, went to Yankee Stadium during the day for a, for an afternoon game. Oh, I remember and, you doing this. Yeah, and then I went over to the, we saw the Mets and the Orioles later that evening. It was a great day of baseball, but I gotta admit, I, I liked City Field better. But out in right field, I, I, there, they got the, the wire mesh, the, uh, where you fans can sit behind it. Um, am I thinking right? Is that right field? At City Field, it, wherever it is, they have that area. The fans are sitting behind it. So Grady Sizemore, the Phillies outfielder, is going for a ball, reaches down to grab it, and a guy, a Met fan, stands up and chugs his, his, his I assume his beer, all over Grady Sizemore as he, as he's throwing the ball. And I thought, what an idiot. What a class. I mean, he's an idiot for a couple of reasons. One, that's just uncool to do. You, you don't do that as a fan. And two, a beer probably cost him like twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm sure it was expensive. So. In New York City, uh, yeah. City Field. I'm sure you paid a lot for it. And you're throwing it on some ball player. But <laughs> I mean, what, what's how classless is that? You know, you think about people say all the time, "Oh, the New York, yeah, the New York sports fan. They're so bright. They're." I, I'm not thinking that's the case anymore. No, people think New Yorkers are jerks, and he just added to that generalization. They right talk there. about how great a baseball town New York City is. And now let me ask you guys: this. I I've always said New York is a basketball town more than more than anything else. When the Knicks are winning, you will see how big a basketball town New York City is. You get a good uh, look at Yankee Stadium. How many people are sitting in those seats behind? It looks horrible on TV. Pretty expensive. When they show that that home plate view and there's like three people sitting there, and I know they're expensive, but still, and this is where I think Yankee Stadium got it wrong. Um, when they built the new park, you oh, look yeah. at you look at a, a game at played at Fenway. They've got their people jammed in there mm-hmm. around home plate. If you're the opposing batter, how difficult that's got to be. So I don't I don't care where you put the wealthy people where you want to put them, but around home plate where you're intimidating a batter and tra- I want the salt of the earth here. Take yes. the bleacher creatures yes. from way out there and put them behind home plate, uh-huh. getting in the minds of the opposing batters. But anyway, yeah, the city field. This guy's throwing beer all over the outfielder, and I hope he got ejected. I have no idea where, where that ended up, but hope he got arrested. Yeah, just just classless. However, on the other side, J.R. Graham of the Minnesota Twins wears old time stirrups, which, by the way, I just awesome. Think, I think looks great. But he doesn't do it because it's a fashion statement. He does it because his mother, who is legally blind, 
can find him. Um, I guess she's got she's she's blind enough to be legally blind, but she has she some see a little bit. She, yeah, some sight, as she can spot him standing out from the rest of the team because he's got the stirrups on. Oh, that's cool. It, very cool. And there's a picture. Um, no one's going to hate circulated on that. around Twitter where they're lined up opening day, and you can just see, you can see J.R. Graham number sixty two wearing his stirrups and very classy. And he never told his mom that he does it for her. He just did it, and she found it easy. And it was actually a friend of his that told him, "What well, you know, he's doing that for you." You know, very, very touching. Nice. You got twenty bucks. You can have Riddick Bowe, two-time heavyweight champion Riddick Bowe, will tweet anything you want for 20 bucks. That's genius. How down on your, I, I mean, <laughs> really, down in the dumps do you have to be <laughs> when he tweets out that he will, I will tweet anything to anyone, just PayPal me $20, bow at RiddickBow.com. That's what's up, Bow. At 20 bucks. So, uh, you want to, fellas out there listening, you want to ask a girl to the prom, you want a two time heavyweight champion to do it, he'll ask your girl out to the prom for you. 20 bucks. Darren, you do something stupid and you got to explain it to your wife. <laughs> 20 bucks, Riddick Bell will do it for you. It's better than flowers. I, right? I just. Riddick Bell. I know this is kind of humorous, but. I'm feeling bad for this guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You look at it that way. Well, it can't be that broke. He has his own website. He has four hundred fifty-one thousand so followers. Four hundred and fifty-one thousand. You know what? So I might pay got, him twenty bucks to say something about he's me. He's got a bit of a reach. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, four hundred fifty-one thousand. Maybe if we have him tweet <laughs> something about the radio you know, show this might be a good 20 bucks yeah, it might be worth 20 dollars yeah, worth yeah, advertising worth I keep your eye on riddick bow's twitter account guys <laughs> we'll be living on that thing cheapest <laughs> advertising around you guys saw the the runner in oregon the oregon state was it oregon state oregon university i think it was it was the oregon ducks guys running and track meet lays up before the finish of the race, and he's he's waving to the crowd, come on, you know, you know how how they'll do, they'll extend their arms and Please they'll try to get the passed. crowd to to cheer louder as he's coming to the finish line. Gets passed up. Yes, he finishes second. <laughs> yes. Oh, and of course, Oregon ha- is famous for his runners. Um, who was the guy? Uh, Prefontaine was Oregon, if I'm not mistaken. No idea who you're talking about. You guys are so young and stupid. You, you You're talking about running. The most famous, well, maybe not the most it's famous. Barely a sport. You're just running. Oh, you're going to get hate mail, <laughs> and I know who you're going to get it from, too. <laughs> so do I. Coming up later in the program, we're going to talk about Josh Hamilton and uh, is there ever a good time for to cut ties with somebody. We're also going to talk about unwritten rules and where they apply in sports. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys. Our show's brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. We'll be back right after the break. (laughs) 
title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Spring is finally here. The grass is actually visible. And pretty soon, those pesky critters are going to be coming out. Whether it's ants, bees, mice, or even raccoons in your attic, Town & Country Pest Solutions have a solution. They have been in business for over 25 years, and their team of knowledgeable professionals guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. With all the snow and ice this year, a lot of people are having problems with water leaking into their homes. They're finding water in their kitchens, damaged drywall, and ruined floors. If you have this problem, call Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling at 490-4027. They will remove the snow and ice from your roof and gutters to prevent further leaking. And they can take care of any damage the water may have already caused. If you are one of the fortunate few to have escaped the ice problems, but are considering some home improvement projects like perhaps remodeling your kitchen or turning that unused area into a man cave, call Tim at 490-4027. He will come out personally to talk to you about your project. That's Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling, 490-4027. That's 490-4027. Welcome back to the show, Benson and those guys, Darren and Zach are with me. I'm going to give you my who I want to be this past week in sports and who I don't want to be this past week in sports. Aaron Hernandez is obvious, so oh. I'm going to exclude him. We'll, we'll talk, we'll maybe bring that up in a little bit, but how Jordan Spieth, how dominant was he? In the Masters. That was ridiculous. I kept saying, you know, the first round, okay, he had a great round. Second round, great round. I'm like, yeah, he's going to come back to the pack a little bit. He was 14 under, I think it was, after two rounds. Had a had a five-shot lead. And I, I was certain he was going to come back to the pack. And well, then Saturday goes out, does has another terrific round. I thought for sure, all right, he's still going to come. He never came back. He never let up. That was a dominant performance, unlike any I've seen since uh, Tiger Woods some few years ago. But that was just so dominant that he never came back. Now, not only is he dominant there in Augusta, but he's also dominant when he plays Tony Romo. Apparently, he plays Tony (laughs) Romo. Is it everybody? Romo likes to put money on it. Why would you? He's a good golfer. Yeah, but he's a good golfer. Well, let's doing? give him credit. But you're you're taking on a PGA <laughs> professional, and you want to put money on it. So when asked how much money has Romo lost, he says, "I I don't know. I can't I can't even count that high." <laughs> so apparently, some sig- significant money has changed hands. So I wouldn't mind being this week Jordan Spieth. The way he dominated at the Masters. Did you guys see the video of Jordan Spieth when he was 14 years old saying he was going to win the Masters? Yeah, I did see that. That's pretty cool. cool. He went out and did it. This is Augusta. This is the Masters. It's supposed to be hard. He made it look like nothing. Yeah. You know... Phil Mickelson had a great just some of these guys. Even Tiger Woods, I thought, had had nice rounds. Yeah. But he was so far ahead... You you shoot 14 under, you think that ought to be good enough to win? 
It's not when he goes and shoots what he shot. What did he finish? Eighteen under. He was. I know he I had reached. Somewhere. He had reached nineteen under. I think he came back, gave up one more stroke, finished eighteen under. But a dominant performance. Now, who I don't want to be. I don't want to be Robinson Cano. Again, I said Aaron Aaron Hernandez excluded. I don't want to be Robinson Cano. The other night against the Dodgers, the Dodgers won the game. By the way, five to two. Uh, he's on third base. The batter Logan Morrison gets walked. Cano starts trotting home. You know, hey, he thinks he's scoring. The bases weren't loaded. Logan's walk would have loaded the bases, but at the time, the bases weren't loaded. So Robinson Cano's trotting on home thinking he's walked in and he was tagged out. <laughs> when he finally he tried to get back to third once it was realized and Juan Uribe puts a tag on him, you're out. How how embarrassing at the major league level. Yeah. And of course, you know, listen, we all zone out. We all do dumb stuff at our jobs in everyday life and we just, you know, have that At least thousands uh, of people don't see it. Right. When you're a major league baseball player or, or, <laughs> of Robinson Cano's caliber. Right. Now, the good thing, if you're Robinson Cano, it happened to be Jackie Robinson Day. So he's wearing the same number as everybody else. <laughs> number 42. <laughs> Nobody knows. Well, was that Cano? Was it, I don't know. Was it Jackie Robinson? Was it, I don't know who it was. That is the dumbest thing to me. No disrespect. And I know people are going to say, Oh, what do you, you don't like Jackie Robinson? No, that's not it. I, I, Jackie Robinson, the the courage that he showed, uh, amazing. I'm not talking anything about Jackie. No disrespect, but everybody wearing number 42 is just so stupid to me. Uh, it's a goofy way to honor everybody's 42. You know, I, I if you're I, major league, I don't mean to cut you off. Actually, no, I did anyway. <laughs> uh, if you're major league baseball and you have a hard enough tra- time getting fans, so let's just confuse them by putting everybody. In the same number? I think I, I I disagree. I actually like that. I like everyone wearing 42. Why? I, what is it you like about it? Okay, I am not pretending to know anything about what Jackie Robinson went through. But I, I watched that movie, 42, that was supposed to depict what he went through. And it was bad. I couldn't believe. I was like, is this really what happened to this guy? And you know what? In reality, it was probably even worse, the crap he had to deal with. So if everyone wants to wear 42 that day and celebrate someone that it really took a lot of courage to do what he did, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm completely fine with it. You don't it. think there's a million other ways you can do it other than putting everybody and, and in the How, same number? Wh- give me another. Besides that, he's not even. No, okay, now here I'm going to step on some. He's not even my favorite number 42 of all time. Oh, no, we know Mariano's your favorite 42. Listen, I just I like I like it. It's I think it's a it's a good. Right, Zach, way. You, you you're the deciding vote here. I don't like it. I I Haters. love honoring Jackie Robinson because obviously yeah I'm what for it. I have no problem there. Tons of ground, but I think it is confusing. I mean, to try and especially because a lot of teams there are still teams that don't have names on the back of their jerseys as, as, like the Yankees. So you have no idea who some of these guys are, and um, I think you could do a patch on the sleeve. You know, like the Yankees have the great big interlocking NY painted on the grass. Do that with Jack with the forty two logo with Jackie Robinson. It's in every stadium anyway. Exactly. I just and think, I think you make a great point with it being confusing. Um, it's a point I already made, but um, the idea is so many players change teams this year. Mm-hmm. So and it's guys are all over. Got one hundred and sixty one other games to figure out where they are. 
What if this is the only one that a kid is watching? Well, I, I know we're reaching for straws here, but I, I just I think there's a million better ways to do it than everybody wearing the same number. Now, you know what I do think well, is we going to honor you by we're all going to go around and wear stupid hats and, and, and dress like, <laughs> My hats you know, are awesome. You know what I do think is you stupid, don't even know though. who your favorite team is with your hats. You wear so many different hats. I'm wearing the I'm wearing the Brewers hat today, and this hat's great. But what I do think is dumb that baseball does is the Mother's Day. Everyone using a pink bat or pink arm armbands or whatever. No, that is dumb. Well, NFL does it for an entire month. That's also dumb. I think you're just hating on women. <laughs> and In you're fact, ha- you're hating you're on hating women on who have Robinson. cancer. <laughs> Why do you hate women who have cancer? Why do you oh, hate ladies, Jackie Robinson? I love you. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back and talk more about this other stuff after that. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, and for exterior and interior remodels, no one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070. That's 585-402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town and Country Pest Solutions. Spring is finally here. The grass is actually visible. And pretty soon those pesky critters are going to be coming out. Whether it's ants, bees, mice, or even raccoons in your attic, Town and Country Pest Solutions have a solution. They have been in business for over 25 years and their team of knowledgeable professionals guarantee their work. Call Town and Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town and Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. You can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, every other social media that Zach's aware of and got us on. <laughs> you can go to our website, btgprogram.com. Brought up Aaron Hernandez a little bit about go. I mentioned I didn't want to be Robinson Cano this week. All he had was this little uh, brain fart, really, you know, just lost his mind. We all do it. His just happened to be on a national stage, Nothing, nothing harmful, I suppose. Lost a ball game. Aaron Hernandez, I don't want to be him. Obviously, that goes without saying. Uh, Robinson Cano, and it's 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 kind of awful that I'm even using the two in the same sentence. I shouldn't be doing that, I suppose. But uh, my apologies to Robinson if you're listening to the show. (laughs) He um, definitely is. You know, we all know he is, and my apologies, but. kind of a nothing you know again no big deal what he did and we do these things all the time we lose our mind for a moment Aaron Hernandez lost his mind and as a result lost lost his life you know life in prison how here's a young man that had everything in front of him everything 40 million dollar football contract you're playing for the New England Patriots. Uh, He's engaged. You know, 
everything going your way and then not. Um, just how unfortunate what goes on. And I can't help thinking what a waste of life. Bible says in Ephesians 5.15, look carefully then how you walk, uh, not as unwise, but as wise. Be careful how you walk. We have to, don't be an idiot. And that's essentially, um, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but that's what he was. Very unwise. Verse 16, Ephesians 5 says, making the best use of time because the days are evil. Make the best use of your time. Don't waste your life. Don't be an idiot. Walk wise. Make good decisions. It's hard. It's hard to be on your game every moment, every day. And again, a, a, a kind of an unfortunate analogy, but bringing the Robinson Cano thing, he, he wasn't on his game, made a, made a mistake, didn't kill anybody. In, in the scheme of things, nobody got hurt. But Aaron Hernandez on the other side, people died around him. And he's, this is not the only charge that he's up against. No. There's a drive-by shooting that will go to trial eventually. It's a guy um, in Florida that he shot in the face, allegedly. This is, this is a tragic story. The thing that really bothered me about this and about the other cases, too, is in the Odin Lloyd case, the one he was just convicted on, they still don't actually know the motive for the killing. They speculate that Odin Lloyd said something to him that seriously offended him, and that's why he shot him because he was disrespected. But, I mean, the fact that a human life meant so little to him that, oh, you said something to me that I didn't like, so I have to take you to this abandoned industrial park and shoot you seven times. you know. And in the other scenarios, it was something was said to him at a club or a drink was spilled out of him at a club, and he allegedly shot those people. It, it's just scary when a human life means so little to someone. Yeah, and you can, you can debate whether it... I don't want to blame movies. I don't want to blame video games. I'm not going to be that guy. But those things certainly contribute. When you see a death over and over and over and over, you do become somewhat numb to it. And in the life of a professional athlete, I'm not justifying anything, but you're told you're special over and over and over and over and over. And you're told the rules don't apply to you over and over and over. And, of course, football being a sport where we celebrate the violence. So when somebody goes off and pops somebody in the head, you know, it, it's really not a surprise. This is a violent sport. We celebrate it like these guys are supposed to go on the field, turn it on, come off the field, turn it off like a light switch. I don't know that it's that easy. These guys have been trained. Now, most of the NFL are not murderers. No. But we do have those situations, and I'm sure they're in other sports too, but you do see it in the NFL. You saw it with Ray Carruth a couple of years ago. You're seeing it with Aaron Hernandez now, and and I think, again, just a tragic story, wasting your life. I, I just want to finish out my thought on Ephesians 5, where it's talking about look carefully how you walk, walk wisely, not unwise, make the best use of their time. But in Ephesians 5.17, it says, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. The will of the Lord is that all men would be saved, that everybody would come to a, a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, that they would ent- become a, uh, seek forgiveness of their sins and enter a relationship with Christ. That's what the will of God is. Don't waste your life. 
We think Aaron Hernandez is going to prison for his life. There's a lot of people on their way to separation from God, on their way to hell because of their sins that have never sought repentance, have never sought forgiveness of those sins, never sought or given any thought to Jesus Christ and the fact that he paid the price at Calvary, died on the cross. Um, Aaron Hernandez's time in prison is going to be a drop in the bucket compared to an eternity separated from God. Know what the will of God is. Don't waste your life. Um, and I, sorry, you were going to make a point, and I probably just... No, no, no. Actually, I, I was along those lines. Think about this for one second. Put yourself in Aaron Hernandez's shoes, and I'm not trying to sympathize with him. What he did, definitely, he deserves to be in jail for the rest of his life. Can you imagine at 25 years old, going to jail for the rest of your life, your $40 million contract, $40 million, all that money's gone. You're no longer employed by the best football team in the NFL. Your fiance that signed up to spend her life with you is her life is now ruined. You know, you thought everything was all good and now you're going to spend the rest of your life what 75, you know, 50 years, 60, 70 years maybe in jail. Okay, you are never getting out. Oh, and by the way, you have other charges coming against you. That's that's a long time. You know what's longer? Eternity, like yeah, you so, said. There's so many lessons in there, not wasting your life. Uh, the fact that your sin never, never affects only you. It, it always affects more than you. Whether you are, are aware of that or not, your sins, your indiscretions affect other people. Zach, you and I were talking off air, or we were all talking actually off air. You mentioned that article, talked about him losing his dad at a, what was he, 16? I believe he was 16, yeah. And then everything kind of went downhill. Now I make that comparison, and I, for a teenager to lose his dad, uh, and he was close with his dad. It's got to be it's got to be horrible. Uh, if if you're close with your dad, mm-hmm. uh, growing up, I I wasn't close with my father. My father wasn't um, involved in my life really, um, so I, I I really don't understand that. But I know we had on our show recently Chris Coglin, who lost his dad at about the same age. Now, he threw himself into baseball. He played baseball, he he would tell you, mostly around the clock. Just kept getting better, better, better. Um, because that's how he was handling the pain of losing your dad. Eventually, he, he came to Christ. But he handled that much differently than Aaron Hernandez, obviously. Um I I don't always want to, I sympathize, I do, somebody lost their debt, uh, but I don't always want to say that's an excuse. Okay, we we say it's okay, well, he lost his debt. A lot of people lost their debt. Yeah, uh, same situation with those, well, he didn't have a dad growing up. Well, neither did I, and I didn't make the same choices. You are responsible for your actions, especially when you're driving somebody to, uh, a secluded area, as premeditated as mm-hmm. obviously this was, mm-hmm. just tragic, and tragic mur- waste. Murdering somebody that that ninety nine percent of the time, the way, especially the way Hernandez did it, that's not just a decision you wake up and decide to make one day. That is the end result of a long list of stupid decisions. Like human life does not mean that little to you. Just uh, flip uh, switch flips, and then human life means that little to you one day that's this is that's that's a very good point makes me you see that movie my cousin Vinny, where finally uh, joe pesci's character Vinny, 
you know, the lawyer goes to the judge, makes a uh, makes a case, and the judge says that's a lucid, well thought out, great <laughs> point, overruled anyway. <laughs> and I think, I, oh, here, Darren's making a great point, and but that, nobody. That's cares. not a decision that you just make one day. He nah, made some right. stupid choices up to to this. Benson and those guys is brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. Visit them on their website. Visit us on our website and uh, see what we're about. You can see a little insight. There's pictures of Darren and Zach on the website. Now, if that doesn't get you to go there, <laughs> I don't know what will. Benson and those guys will be back after the break. With all the snow and ice this year, a lot of people are having problems with water leaking into their homes. They're finding water in their kitchens, damaged drywall, and ruined floors. If you have this problem, call Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling at 490-4027. They will remove the snow and ice from your roof and gutters to prevent further leaking. And they can take care of any damage the water may have already caused. If you are one of the fortunate few to have escaped the ice problems, but are considering some home improvement projects like perhaps remodeling your kitchen or turning that unused area into a man cave, call Tim at 490-4027. He will come out personally to talk to you about your project. That's Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling, 490-4027. That's 490-4027. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Spring is finally here. The grass is actually visible. And pretty soon those pesky critters are going to be coming out. Whether it's ants, bees, mice, or even raccoons in your attic, Town & Country Pest Solutions have a solution. They have been in business for over 25 years and their team of knowledgeable professionals guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town and Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. Welcome back to Benson and those guys. This is a crazy story. I haven't seen the video, but I'm reading it. I just can't picture it in my mind. An Australian cyclist was sprinting to the finish line when she was sent flying head first after a spectator grabbed the front wheel of her bike. Why are spectators what? getting involved? Well, one, I, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, what's the difference with a spectator getting a foul ball? But grabbing the front wheel of a bike in motion is pretty raw, dog, if you ask me. I had it. Man, how do you do that? This seems like that would hurt. That's that's what I'm thinking. So this uh, Lauren Rowney was was coming towards the finish line, uh, sent head over, tumbling to the ground. Uh, she crawled to the finish line for a seventh place finish. She was laying there uh, for a while. It seems after laying on the track, the article says for almost a minute, she was eventually hauled off the track to avoid being hit on. Fo- by following riders, uh, reports are she's got a broken collarbone. Um, but why, why did it take a minute for someone to come get her? I, well, I guess if you're landing, you don't want to just drag her off. You you, you got to protect her somehow. But you might make her. I'm not a first aid person, but make the injury worse. But you got to make sure it's not goodness. a spinal injury. Yeah, I, I'm trying to picture it in my head. Like I said, I haven't seen the video, but 
you're coming down the finish line, somebody grabs the front wheel of your bike. What is wrong with people? That's, That's the dumbest thing I could think of. Yeah. Unwritten rules. I want to ask you guys about unwritten rules. Let me give you an example. You don't steal bases with a, a large lead in baseball. You don't. Yeah. It's common bunt. sense. Well, well, I don't know. You don't take um, you don't take an extra base when you got a large lead in baseball. Remember, A Rod found out you don't cross the mound. Yeah, I, uh, that's that's pretty common sense too. That's the pitcher's area. Don't some touch of those that. I think are actually kind of stupid. You don't bunt with a no hitter during a no hitter. Oh, that's you, stupid. I don't like that one. See, now I disagree. You're still trying to win a game. You're trying to get on base. Yeah, you. I'm saying you, you should oh, be able all to right. bunt. You're saying you disagree yeah. with the rule. Yeah, I was at. Jim Abbott. When Jim Abbott threw the no hitter for the Yankees, I was at that game, sitting oh, awesome. in right field. It was it was an I'd unbelievable. Love to be there. It was really it was a unique experience. You could feel the electricity in the crowd in uh, fourth or fifth inning. There was something special happening, and it was pretty cool to be a part of it. But I forget who it was. Um, somebody bunted in the ninth inning, and the crowd crowd booed. Um, he's trying to get on base. He's, it, it, the game, I think, was a 4 nothing game. I don't remember the score, but it wasn't out of reach. You're, you're still trying to win a ball game yeah. at that point. I didn't think that's, that's reasonable. unwritten, uh, one of those poor unwritten rules. But, see, I disagree also with taking the, the extra base. If I hit a ball to the wall, I'm in the gap. I'm going to stop at first. Isn't that more insulting yes. to the team? Yeah, yeah, you take the extra I mean, base. I'm not going to try to stretch a, a given double into a triple, but I'm going to take what's given. I'm going to yeah. take what I can get. Otherwise, I think I'm insulting them more. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, the the way hitters are now, there's so many power hitters in the game that no lead is really out of reach. We've seen a lot of big comebacks in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But, Zach, when we were talking during the week, you, me- you wanted to make the – you asked the question, are there unwritten rules in the church? Do believers in Christ have unwritten rules amongst ourselves? Are they? Um, what are some things you're thinking of when you say that? Uh, the, the things that came to my mind are things that aren't necessarily specifically addressed in the Bible, and, and depending on you know, who you are or where you go to church, etc., you can interpret them as, you know, if I believe that, I'll use kind of an outlandish example. I believe, say, that you should wear a tie to church and sit in the front row every Sunday. Well, to me, I believe that you should do that. But in the Bible, nowhere does Jesus say you should do that. But if you're a new Christian and I tell you, well, you know, you should wear a tie and sit in the front row or you're not really a Christian. That would be maybe my unwritten rule that I try to force on other people, but it's nowhere in the Bible. Yeah, I think sometimes we forget the gospel of Jesus Christ. We forget what church is about. And we sit there and we pass judgment or we maybe it's an old person. I don't want to pick on old people, but maybe it's somebody that's been there for a long time and they've almost forgotten that we have grace, we have liberty. We you know what Jesus did and the forgiveness of sins is just such a uh, an amazing thing uh, that God would forgive us by dying for us that that's just unbelievable so we forget that we get hung up on well you should look a certain way 
or you should act a certain way. And that just is just such a classic excuse for people to say, no, I don't want to go to church because I don't want to, I don't want to be judged. And I think unwritten rules and what, when you mentioned that earlier in the week, if our unwritten rules are biblical, then they are in fact written. If they're biblical rules, they're written. That's a good um, point. If they're not written, then they're not biblical. You know, if you can't find it in the Bible where it says you need to wear a tie and sit in the front row, that might be your preference. And my recommendation would be if that is your preference, I have no problem with that. We all have preferences. We sing three hymns. We take an offering this way. You you dress. You know, we have our preferences. Find a house of worship that does has a style that you like. Don't expect other people to meet your preference choice. Don't go someplace and say, well, I want all these people. There's three of us in the room here. We do things differently. Mm -hmm. It would be unfair for me to expect you guys to do things my way. I may be right, but it might just be my preference. I prefer this. So... When you brought that question up, I, I thought it was a great topic comparing unwritten rules in sports, and there's so many of them, and many of them are just dopey. They don't make sense to me. Some make sense, though. Give me one that makes sense. Don't showboat when you hit a home run. Well, see, now, that that's open to perspective. That's open to interpretation. What is showboating? See, one of the things that drives me crazy is when – you give up a home run. You're the pitcher. You give up a home run, and you say, "Oh, somebody's showboating because they took too long, or they, you know, they were." If I hit a home run, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be celebrating from the minute I left the box to the time. I, I mean, I've never hit a home run in my life. <laughs> that, that's I played. I've played baseball, softball for many years. My style of play. I was always a singles guy. I get on base a lot. Unless Never hit a, a home run. Fall league. It's got to be, got to be exciting. I'm with you. I if I hit a home run, I would be flipping out. Yeah, so a pitcher you hits guys. the next, the next thing, the next time the pitcher hits him. So you know why are you throwing at the batter because he hit a home run off? Yeah, of even next maybe. time. Well, that's stupid. If you're going to flip the bat and act like you've never done it before, you deserve to What do you one. care? You gave up the home run. Yeah, make a better pitch. I make get a what better you're pitch. Act like you've done it before. Now, you guys, that's different. If you hit a home run in a major league game, I fully expect you to celebrate the crap out of it. But if you're David Ortiz, uh, well, Yasiel Puig, flipping your bat every time you get one, you've done that hundreds of times before. Stop it. You look what? like a Why? clown. Why can't they have fun in the game? What difference does it make? What do you care? See, here's the thing that I'm getting at, and, and you can feel the passion in it. You, you believe what you're saying here mm-hmm. strongly. You feel strongly about that. Now you take that same approach in church. You get upset when somebody, and it goes both ways. Zach used the, the comparison, the analogy, somebody wears a tie, you have to wear a tie, you have to sit in the front row. By the same token, people that want to wear pants with holes in them, wear sandals, wear a t-shirt, look like they just rolled out of bed, they get upset because somebody did wear a tie. It doesn't matter. See, there's two different ways to look at that home run thing. Mm-hmm. 
you're saying it's okay. It's not okay to show. Well, I'm saying have fun. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Worry about your own situation. You got to make a better pitch. And I think we all know people who have left church or want nothing to do with it because they've known a Christian who was judgmental like that. Yeah. I think we all know people who somebody came and said to them, hey, you shouldn't wear this t-shirt to church, or hey, you know, I think, Darren, somebody told you you shouldn't wear sweatpants to church. And yeah, a guy said, told me I was wearing sweatpants. You like shouldn't I wear sweatpants anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the gospel is all about loving people and meeting them where they are and, and being graceful to people. And I just think if if you're going to go to someone and, and judge them over something that really, if you're honest, is just your preference, I think it's just wrong. Oh, I, I agree. But here's that goes. there's another side to that, too. There is a place for, um, there is a social decorum. Let me, let me just say, I, yes. I, I, you meet somebody where they are. Now, if somebody's coming in wherever it is and they're just very immodest, I mean, to the point of, I'm not just saying somebody doesn't wear what I think they should wear, but are... Like if, Benson, if you came into church with booty shorts on. If if I can't, yes, that would, be, that would that. be inappropriate. And and somebody, could, I think you have a right to say, listen, man, that's just not right. But here's the other side to that, Zach. You wear a T-shirt, and I know a young man who did wear a T-shirt, and somebody got on him. Somebody said, man, you, it was a Duke Blue Devil shirt. Somebody got on him and said, you ought not to wear that in church. And I, I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. But that guy uses that as an excuse not to go. Mm-hmm. See that what it wasn't the blue devil shirt. He's looking wore. for an excuse. He, exactly right. That wasn't the reason you're not going. You, that's you found something. You were just looking for something and you found it, and it happened to be that shirt. I'm saying the guy is wrong. If somebody came and said you're not wearing a tie, uh, you don't belong here, or you are wearing a tie, you don't belong here. What I was saying about the pitcher needs to focus on his own situation rather than worrying about the guy running around the bases showing him up. Worry about your own situation. If you're coming into church and you're not dressed the way I I think you should be, then I need to worry about my own situation. My heart's not right. If the music is not what I like, if the color of the walls is not what I like, if we're not if we didn't do the offering with the right covered right colored plates, I need to worry about my own situation. Why am I so distracted? Why in the world, this guy rounding second base, why am I even noticing him? I gotta be thinking, man, I left that one up. What did I do there? I gotta, I gotta tighten up my game. So what I'm saying, Christian, if you are worrying about what other people are doing, these unwritten rules of your expectations or your preferences, you need to tighten up your game. You need to get Get your heart in the right place and your mind in the right place. You're listening to Benson and those guys.
Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Spring is finally here. The grass is actually visible. And pretty soon, those pesky critters are going to be coming out. Whether it's ants, bees, mice, or even raccoons in your attic, Town & Country Pest Solutions have a solution. They have been in business for over 25 years, and their team of knowledgeable professionals guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town and Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, and for exterior and interior remodels, no one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070. That's 585-402-1070, or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys, the greatest radio show that's ever graced the planet. You think maybe that was a bit of an overshoot? No, no, I think you got it. Say what we want. Josh Hamilton. Uh... Another guy I wouldn't want to be. This is a week full of these guys. Yeah, I don't understand. I guess I do, in a way, the Angels, uh, Artie Moreno. The, the Angels are typically a very classy organization, but they are uh, desperately trying to distance themselves from Josh Hamilton. And I get it from a business standpoint. If you can get out from under a contract to someone who's not hitting, but seems like they're abandoning a guy who's really could use some help. Yeah, that that really bothers me. Like, If he was still good, if he was still hitting bombs and, and worth the money, he'd still be employed by them. They wouldn't try to be trying to get out from underneath his contract. But you signed the contract. You agreed to the money with him. Fulfill it. The man needs help right now. Be there for him. I wonder if Josh Hamilton in his mind ever wonders if leaving the Rangers was the right decision. I know I have friends who worked with Josh when he was with the Rangers and when he was rehabbing, um, and they got him the help he needed. Now, I have no idea. I don't know anybody in the Angels organization. I have no idea what they've done for him. Maybe they've done the same, but he he definitely needed help, and I don't, I don't know. You asked a question earlier this week. Um, is there ever a time where you is it justified to break from somebody? Um, I want to take this into the church again and, and make it a, a analogy of believers. Is there? I'm glad that Christ never did that. I'm glad that He didn't give up on me. Now I say that saying that there is. I, I think there is a time if I come to somebody and they are not repentant of their situation. Let's say. Uh, Zach, you're you're having uh, an affair, and I come to you, Zach. You got you got to change that thing, man. You got you got to set that situation right. You got to go to your wife. You got to get that thing right with God. And you decide that um, that I probably chose once again, just because I'm an idiot. A poor example here, but um, you decide to stay in that situation. Now you don't want to rectify it. I come to you again, and I say, Zach. I really think you need to sit, you got to fix the situation. 
and you still choose not to, I think at that point I can say, listen, I love you. You're my friend. And when you decide to get right, I want you to know I'm going to be right here. I'm not giving up on you, but you got to fix that thing. And until you do, I'm, I'm not involved there. Now, this is different with Josh Hamilton. He's needed help. He got the, he, my understanding is he went and sought the help himself. Yeah, he, he told them. He slipped up. He told them, and they're just kind of washing their hands of him. And, and I, I, I don't like that. I think, uh, again, I, I, I think of Christ. If uh, I'm going to go back I, as a human, I have, and I think probably most of us do, certain sins that trip us up. I think it's important to know them. I, when I was preaching, uh, I would use the analogy a lot to my students that in baseball, you need to know the type of hitter you are. If I'm at the top of the lineup, I need to get on base. I'm not trying to hit home runs every time. I, if I get one, great. But I'm trying to get on base. I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. I can't hit home runs. If I keep trying, I'm just going to fly out. So knowing my weakness can help me better my game. In life, knowing my weakness, man, I, I have a trouble with alcohol or I have trouble with women or whatever it is that sin that besets you, knowing what it is and knowing how to avoid it will help you be successful. You're going to go back. The thing is, the thing that's different, again, as we mentioned Robinson Cano earlier in the show, we're mentioning Josh Hamilton now, it's on a much more public stage many of us, the percentages of of people that are involved in pornography is unbelievable. The last statistic I heard, even it was 60% of women, of women, and men is much, much higher. Within the church, by the way, those statistics don't change much, which is disturbing. It doesn't change a whole lot. What I'm saying is people have sins, but they're private. We don't know about them. We know about Josh Hamilton's. Kind of a long pause here. <laughs> we do, and I think that that's... Um, I think that makes it even more impressive that he self-reported. Because nobody would have had to know. Yeah, There's a good chance the Angels never would have even known if he didn't self-report it. Which is why I don't get why they're not standing behind him. He basically came and asked for more help, and you're turning your I'm back I'm a little on surprised, too. I, and again, I, I get it from a business standpoint. This is your, maybe you're seeing an opportunity to get out of an ugly contract exactly that you'd rather what not it is. be in. But the Angels are usually classier than this. And again, we're three guys sitting in a studio. We have no idea. We're not there might be more millions. to this story that we don't know. I have no idea. We're just looking at things from the outside and offering our opinion because people care what we think <laughs> totally or people don't care so we went out and got a radio show so we could tell them anyway well our we moms think. and spouses think we're good yeah my mom loves this show but i mean hey mom for your moms <laughs> not just like like you said i understand trying to get out of a contract that you probably shouldn't assign and it's not working out but i mean they took the guy's locker out of the locker room that's pretty cold you know like I, the guy needs help He's admitted he needs help, and so your response is, we don't want you around. That just blows my mind. Yeah. Like like Zach said in the break, though, 
It'd be kind of awesome if the Yankees signed him and him and A-Rod could split duties at DH and just... Yeah, that that's how that's do you what, like how do you like that? Yankees MLB need another one-dimensional <laughs> player. I'm a Josh Hamilton fan, but it would on, be it would be terrible. Career, it'd be terrible. One-dimensional player, but that came about because Arde Marino is saying, "Well, we wrote language into his contract that if he relapses, we can void the contract," which the players' association said is not true. But we might see a long, drawn-out fight here. Who knows? Who knows? Could this be the end of Hamilton's career? Hey, it could be. It's very you know, possible, but he's a competitor. You he's know, fought people back thought before. that when yeah. he left the Rays, and he wasn't done then. Yeah, but he wasn't as old and broken down. Yeah, as he, I so. I get it. I'm just saying that he's got a competitor's heart, so I wouldn't give up on you. I you're, hope you're it's seeing not the with a Rod. People thought his career he's was hitting over, right now, man. And we're seven or eight games, whatever it is, Still. ten games into the season, but. Better than the people thought. Play, he, nobody thought he'd be playing this well, except for one guy. Him. Him. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. And I think Shane. The Shane did call it. And we, he said Shane we'd just all wanted him. to see Yankee fans rejoicing over Alex Rodriguez <laughs> so he can come, call them all hypocrites. That was really what that was about. Coming up after the break, we're going to do our Pest of the Week. You're listening to Benson and those guys. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Spring is finally here. The grass is actually visible. And pretty soon, those pesky critters are going to be coming out. Whether it's ants, bees, mice, or even raccoons in your attic, Town & Country Pest Solutions have a solution. They have been in business for over 25 years, and their team of knowledgeable professionals guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town and Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. With all the snow and ice this year, a lot of people are having problems with water leaking into their homes. They're finding water in their kitchens, damaged drywall, and ruined floors. If you have this problem, call Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling at 490-4027. They will remove the snow and ice from your roof and gutters to prevent further leaking. And they can take care of any damage the water may have already caused. If you are one of the fortunate few to have escaped the ice problems but are considering some home improvement projects like perhaps remodeling your kitchen or turning that unused area into a man cave, call Tim at 490-4027. He will come out personally to talk to you about your project. That's Tim Ford with Imperial Remodeling, 490-4027. That's 490-4027. You're listening to the Benson and Those Guys show. We are interview-free this week, so it's just me and the Moron Twins. Probably don't remember that movie, Splash, because you're not old enough. Tom Hanks movie. No. Yeah. Nope. Well, that nope. was a line from that movie. And then the next line is one of the guys who he's referring to as the Moron Twins. We're not twins. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty humorous. That is kind of funny. I'm going to go give you my pest of the week. Is ESPN's Britt McHenry, who in a video, went off on some parking lot attendant. I, I don't understand. I don't know how she ended up in this situation. I, I The company is advanced towing, so I'm assuming that, and maybe it's a poor assumption that her car got towed, but she's less than happy about it. She goes off on this person who's just doing her job. 
I'm in the news, sweetheart. I will blank sue this place, she mm-hmm. tells her. I'm on television, and you're in a blank trailer, honey, mm-hmm. uh, referring to the attendant as a college dropout on one occasion. Maybe if I was missing some teeth, they would hire me, huh, she says. Uh, and then she closes as she walks away, says, lose some weight, baby girl. And the video goes on for a while. It's yes. it's it's troublesome. And, and now... Britt McHenry is an attractive woman. We okay, um, but you need to get over yourself. I'm sure you've been told you're special. I'm sure all your life you've had advantage. Eh, I guess I shouldn't say I'm sure. I have no idea. But it's just sort of troublesome that this gal who I don't know. Maybe she got hired for her talent. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she got hired for her looks. Maybe she didn't. I have no idea. It wasn't for her personality. But it certainly wasn't for her personality. And to just shred this poor parking lot person was just Britt McHenry, I should just say, leave it at that, is my pest of the week. My pest of the week is the Arizona Diamondbacks, and specifically their owner. Apparently it's a team policy that, is in the fine print when you buy tickets behind home plate that they don't like you to wear the other team's gear. And so we saw during a game the other night uh, a fan in Dodgers gear behind the plate, the owner and some ticket people came down and were talking to them and it got animated and it ended with that person getting free Diamondbacks gear and continuing to sit there. But the owner was apparently very livid and if you're going to a Diamondbacks game you're sitting behind the plate they don't want you to wear other teams' gear, so they're my pest of the week. I guess I, I guess I get it. If you're you're still fairly new, you're one of the later expansions. But you've been a while around a while. If you don't have fans enough that want to wear your gear, you got to force them to wear your gear. I guess it's a good way to get free gear. But I mean, what if you want to? If you're a we're all Yankee fans in this room. We go out to Chicago. We go anywhere. We want to see our team. We have not. I want to sit behind home plate. I want to sit wherever I want. I, I, and those the people in those seats had dropped between them like $3,000 for those tickets. It could be like Yankee Stadium and just leave those seats empty. Right. If you drop that much money for tickets, you wear whatever you want. Yeah, I agree. I think that's – I don't. I, I guess I get where they're coming from, you want, but I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, my pest of the week is Sports Center for not making Blue Jays outfielder uh, Kevin Pillar's catch the number one play of the night. It's the catch of the year, and they don't even use it as their number one play of the night. They give it to some college kid who catches the ball and then flips over the wall. Pillar sized the ball up, timed his wall climb, not his jump, his wall climb, and robbed a home run. Has anyone at ESPN ever played baseball before? That catch was disgusting. It's already the catch of the year. You know, by anyone who knows anything about baseball, ESPN, please get your stuff together. Hockey playoffs are started. I couldn't be a happier guy. The Yankees are struggling out of the gate a little bit, so here I am getting to enjoy some hockey playoffs. Zach, there you go. You've been waiting all show. I've been waiting all year to play that. Who do you have winning? I know we made our predictions at the beginning, but you and I are in this little contest thing that you got us roped into, uh, some playoff prediction thing. And, and who who do you have? We, I think we both have. I have the Rangers over the Blackhawks. Yeah, and that's what I thought. I have the Rangers too, but I have the Ducks. So we're both pulling for Rangers? I think so. I'm actually pulling for the Islanders. I just don't think they're going to get that far, but go Islanders. Well, I think 
the Islanders and the Caps are going to play a long series, and they're going to beat each other up. So I, each team has a shot. Better than those guys. Our show is brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. You can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program or fo- visit us on our website BTGProgram.com. Benson and those guys brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions.